Well, happy Wednesday, church family. We are going through Exodus chapter 16 this week. We're talking about the issue of complaining. Uh, we know that the Bible speaks about how complaining is indeed a sin. Um, and on Monday, I talked about how even if if we were to be almost perfect in every area, every area of your life, but we fail in this one area of complaining, Jesus Christ will have to come into the world and die for that one sin. Because complaining and grumbling is a grave offense to the Lord. Um, on Monday, we we learned about how one reason why we complain is we forget what life was. Uh, we think that our, the previous life was better. We think that things of the past is better than what the Lord has uh, provided for us in the future and even in the immediate moments. Uh, we, we complain and we grumble about what we have now, thinking that in the past, even for some of us, we may be tempted to think that before we came to saving faith, that life was just so much better. That's what happened with the Egyptians. The Egyptians kept complaining and wishing that they were able to go back uh, to Egypt because at least they were fed. You know, they, at least they were uh, well, they weren't thirsty. Um, but yet God has shown them that uh, I mean, God, I mean, the Israelites forget the fact that like not only that yeah they might have been fed, but they were uh, persecuted. They were enslaved by these Egyptians that constantly. Um, made their life miserable and they forgot those aspects. We have this kind of selective memory thing in our own life where we often look back fondly of things but it's, it was often skewed because we forget that, uh, that, that there were also bad times in the past as well and um, and that's what happened to Israelites. They forgot they, they in their moments of difficulty in the wilderness they forget God's uh, faithfulness in delivering them but they also forget Egypt's wickedness towards them. So today, our second reason on why we complain is, is we want things now. This is the idea of instant gratification. We see this in the life of the Israelites, verse thir 13 to 21. Verse 13 reads, So it came about at evening that the quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. Now, the, these, these uh, quails, don't think of them as like, you know that children's book, um, cloudy with a uh, with a chance of meatballs it's not like food just coming out like perfectly cooked out of the sky or in this case it's not just these quails like that are like cooked in season they just fall onto their laps rather these quails just landed there the lord has moved it so that all the quails will get there and then i guess somehow the lord made it easy for them to catch all of these quails but they but the lord kept providing for them verse 14 when the layer of dew evaporated there was a fine flake like thing fine as frost on the ground when the Israelites saw it they said to another what is it for did they for they did not know what it was and Moses said to him it's the bread which the Lord has given you to eat and this is what we known as you know manna but what, what we didn't usually think what we don't usually know about this is that the word manna actually means what is it so this bread that they eat is kind of like a wafer cookie it's very sweet um, and, and, it's, and it's free for them uh, and they don't know what to call it because they've never seen it before and it's called the what, are, what, are, what is it you know, the whatchamacallit bread and this is the way of God providing for them it's something that actually tastes good and it was nutritious for them and uh, unique because God gave it to them so that they could survive verse 16 this is what, the, this is what Yahweh had commanded gather it every <coughs> gather of it every man as such as he should eat and shall t take an omer a piece according to the number of people of persons each of you has its has in his tent. So omer is about, is about two liters. 
so like two liters worth of um, of this. And this will only get it on a specific day, as we'll see later. And this will eat, get as much as they want. So verse 17, then the sons of Israel did, and some gathered more and some little. When they measured it and measured it with an omer, he had gathered much. He who had gathered much had no excuse, and who had gathered little had no lack. Every man gathered as as, as much as he should eat. And this verse here basically explains that there were some Israelites that maybe had a bigger stomach and they wanted to eat more and God provided for them. And some Israelites didn't eat as much and they ate, they needed less food and the Lord provided for them as well. And we see both of them in that way, that uh, God gave them exactly what they needed. Um, some of them are bigger, so they require more food. Some of them are smaller, so they don't eat as much. Uh, they, and whatever the case may be, the Lord gave them exactly what they needed, uh, depending on the need of the individual. And this is what we have to understand as Christians that God gives us exactly what we need. Sometimes the Lord withholds certain things from us because it's actually for our good. Other times the Lord blesses us with things because he knows that we won't idolize those things. And sometimes the Lord withholds things because we because he knows that if we have certain things that will make it we will make it into an idol. So, you know, be content with what the what the Lord's given you in the moment. And that's what uh and that's actually why the Israelites complained. They were complaining because they wanted more. Verse 19. Moses said to him, let no let no man leave any of it in the, it into the morning. So this food that this this manna bread, it was supposed to actually disappear. Uh, it was a command by the Lord that they were get new ones every single day. Verse twenty, but they did not listen to Moses, and some left part of it until morning, and bread worms and became foul, and Moses was angry with them. So there's some individuals that try to hoard it. They try to think that oh well, um, I'm going to keep, do it anyways. I'm not going to listen to the Lord. Which resulted in these, you know, bread worms, and it came. It just smelled terribly. Moses was upset by that. Verse twenty-one, they gathered. They gathered it morning by morning, every man as much as much as he should eat. But when he the when the sun grew hot, it would melt. So everyone needed to be disciplined too. It's not just simply people that wanted to eat had to wait for it. But then those that were uh, waiting, those that were um. Uh, basically, those are lazy. They had to be. They had to discipline their life so that they go out and eat. Because if they don't gather those food, then they will die. And the Israelite here is where they're, they're just constantly complaining, uh, and they did not listen. Even in even though when the Lord provided for them, you know, they were complaining about food earlier, and then God gave them quail, and then this manna, and they gave them water, and yet now they're like not listening to Him. And the point of that un, that 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 lack of desire to listen to the Lord is because they don't believe in the Lord. And it's evident by the fact that they tried to hide this food in their own tent and wait until morning so they have some extra and they, and they didn't trust that the Lord would give them more and the the, the bread became uh, you know, filled with worms and, became, and smelled terribly. So we, in our life, we understand that we grumble and complain because we don't have what we want at the time that we want. We always want things that are uh, immediate and in our culture that's very easy because we have... Our smartphones, we can just, uh, you know, send a, a, a Uber Eats or uh, or a DoorDash whenever we're hungry. Um, we get to watch whatever media we want on our phone. Uh, we when we want something, we just click something. Uh, we go to Amazon, we click uh, Buy Now, and it ships to our house. In fact, uh, my wife and I were talking about this too. Like the other day, um, actually, actually early on in COVID, uh, we weren't able to get Prime because you know there's delay in things. And it felt, and, it, and my wife and I were reflecting, yeah, this is how it was. You know, we, there was no prime back then. We just waited like a week or two bef until we get what we, want, what we wanted. And people were complaining the fact that there is, it's like, oh, 
Prime is so slow. It's like, well, you could go. I mean, the fact that we have something like Amazon that can deliver food for us, we should be thankful for it. But they're complain. But people are complaining about how fast or slow things are, and how come things don't uh, arrive at the time that they want. It's because we're discontent with what we have at the moment, and yet uh, discontentment is something that we need to fight against. It's something that we need to uh, we have to learn to be content. Philippians four verse eleven says, "Not that I speak from want, uh, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am in." This is Paul in prison, understanding that he is only able to be content because something that he trained himself to be. And that's what something we need too. When we don't have what we want, what we need to do is we train our hearts and our minds to be content with whatever we're in. First Timothy chapter six verse eight tells us if we have food and covering with these, we shall be content. And I know all of you that are listening have this. You, there's no way that you're listening to this podcast without some sort of technology. So that means you have more than just food and covering. Yet this command tells us to be contented. We have the most basic necessities. And living in our world now, we have way more than the basics. So there's no reason for us to grumble or complain. But because our natural tendency is to want more or something different or new or whatever, we complain because we want something new at the very moment. Verse uh, Hebrews 13 verse 5 says, Make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with whatever with what you have. For he himself said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. So sometimes people grumble a moment because they think that God is not going to provide for them right now, that they can't trust in God's goodness, and they can't trust in God's provision, so they complain against the Lord. So we as Christians need to trust in God's sovereign, uh, God's sovereignty. And do you believe that? Do you trust God's sovereign hand in providing every little thing that you need in this life? How do we keep ourselves from being discontent? Whether if you're single, sometimes we think, well, if I get married, then I'll be fine. And then when you get married, you complain about your spouse. Or if you, you know, some, of the mar- some of the ones with kids now, you, you wanted kids, you pray for kids, uh, you, you witness the miracle of birth, and then when you have your kids, you complain about your kids. Uh, some of you have your work, you, you pray that the Lord will provide a job for you, you get the job, you complain about every little thing that goes on at work. Uh, or even trials, you want to be sanctified, the Lord, and the Lord will place you through trials to sanctify you, but you complain about the trial. Whatever it is, we grumble and complain uh, because we, uh, we are not satisfied with what we have in the moment. We want things to be changed. Uh, we complain and we grumble, and we do it because we're, when we do it, when we complain and grumble, we're actually grumbling against God and against God alone. James chapter 5, verse 9 tells us that do not, do not complain, brethren, against one another so that you yourselves may not be judged. Behold, the judge, meaning God, is standing right at the door. Uh, Jude chapter, or there's only one chapter in Jude, but Jude verse 16, it reads, These are grumblers finding fault, f- falling after their own lusts. They speak arrogantly, fat, flattering uh, people, for sake of gaining an advantage. Here in the context of Jude, he's speaking of these false teachers. These false teachers, uh, one of the marks that they're a false teacher is that they complain. They're always whining and uh, grumbling against God or the people of God. First Corinthians 10, uh, this chapter speaks of the, the, the mistakes that Israel made. Uh, they are acting immorality, immoral, they're acting immoral, they're idol worshiping, uh, they're testing God. In verse 10 it said, Nor gr- uh, they grumbled. They grumbled at some of them, and God destroyed them by the destroyer. God hates grumbling. Grumbling is a sin. 
is a, is, a, is a very severe sin because we're complaining against God. We think that God doesn't know better and that we should be treated better. So that's why we complain. And the remedy of all of that, the remedy of complaining is to praise God, is to be thankful to what he's given you. At whatever we have the moment or whatever we don't have, understand that the amount that we have is from the Lord uh, and it's to make us depend on him more. It's to make us glorify him more. Having things that the Lord has provided for you is not supposed to make you love those things, but it's supposed to make you love the Savior. And that's where the Israelites failed. They saw God's complaining. They, I mean, they saw uh, God's providing for their food, uh, water, and you notice that they don't thank the Lord. They, they're just wondering what these things are, and they, they don't listen to God, and they just don't trust in God's goodness. So, was that you today? Do you find yourself grumbling and complaining about your circumstance now, wishing that things are a little bit better, but not and, and forgetting fact the fact that the good God has placed you in the situation for your good? That's what we learned today about complaining. We first we complain because we forget what life was like before, and now uh, today we learn about how we complain because we want things now. We want immediate gratification. And tomorrow, the uh, last reason why we complain is because we forget. God is our God. Of, of all the things that we have, things that we, most of the things that we complain about are material things. But the thing that we forget is that we actually have God. And that's why we complain. Thank you for listening. I hope that this lesson is helpful for you. Take care and have a good day.